Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Luke Blindale, and with me, my co-host, Chris Casella, and we are NRL, NRL Talk. Talk. Uh, we are back, round one, 2018, preview and prediction. And you're excited? It's oh, upon us. It is almost upon it us. It is upon us. I'm not sure if we're just that excited or it's 90 degrees in here, but <laughs> dude, I'm ready. Round one, and what uh, like what a round. There's games, you and I were sitting here before we started recording, we're just like, who are we going to tip? Why are we going to tip them? Uh, let's just jump straight into it. You're back with your team list, something you do so well, oh, pronounce, yes. pronouncing names correctly. I can't wait because there's some uh, fantastic names that I'm going to trip over and yep. you get to uh, pretty much banter with me in the comment section about how bad my pronunciation That's is. Pretty bad. Let's start off with Thursday night game. So Thursday night is the Dragons up against the Broncos. So the Dragons, uh, Duffy fullback with Nana McDonald and Aitken. Uh, Tim Lafayette and Jason Nightingale uh, with Widdop and Hunt in the uh, halves. Yep. And then we've got James Graham, Cameron McInnes and Paul Vaughan. Yep. Tyrone Frizzell, Tarek Sims, Jack DeBellin and on the interchange bench, uh, Luciano Lelouia. Leilua. You know that's Leilua. You know that's Leilua. You try to be too fancy. Kurt Mann, uh, Lisa Naumau and Stella. Lisa <laughs> <laughs> This is, it's, it just starts, doesn't it? Uh, and then, pretty much for the Broncos, we've got Boyd at fullback, Oates, uh, Roberts, Oates not playing second row. Yeah. Uh, John Kahu, Azakio, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, is the winger. Uh, Milford and Millie. Nick Raymer yep. in the halves. We've got Lodge, McCulloch and Thiday. Yep. Uh, Glenn, Gillette and Josh Maguire. And then on the bench, we've got, uh, oh yes, I love this, uh, Devita Pengai Jr. Yep. Uh, often now, uh, often... I'm going to get that next week. Uh, we've got Corbin Sims yep. and uh, Jaden Sawal. Can I just say that McCulloch, number nine. Yep. Wow. Because it was supposed to be Thida at number nine. Even reports today saying that McCulloch's going to come back from the bench. Whether or not that changes, you know, sort of last minute, huge inclusion for the Bronky Donks. It is big. It is very big. Uh, Thiday starting uh, in the front row as well. Uh, look, I've tipped the Broncos by six. Yeah. I think with McCulloch starting with Dragons, no one knows what they're going to do. They could come out and win by 40, or they could come out and lose by 40. I think they're going to come out and lose by six. It's going to be competitive. It's really interesting because today you were just like, like, what do you have against the Dragons? You don't like the Dragons because your indication to me is that you would have tipped Dragons. I think with if McCulloch wasn't there, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I was reading last night, the stats do not go in Dragons' favour when it comes to Dragons versus Broncos. Very low-scoring um, games over the few past few years against these two teams. I'm not going to show you my tips, but I tip the Broncos by two. Uh, yeah. I think it's probably going to be maybe like an 18-16, maybe a 20-18 to 18 game. I can't see a lot of points. I think the Dragons are favourites, aren't they? They are. They're $1.80 yeah. to $2.00. Uh, so not heavily favourites. Toss of the coin. It is a toss of the coin. The reason that I'm tipping the Broncos is because watching the Charity Shield, just watching how easy Rabbitohs, uh, especially Damian Cook, annihilated down the centre. I think Andrew McCulloch runs the same, same same sort of line, just runs up the middle and is a workhorse. So I think if they can take advantage of that. And also I did say in our uh, like pre-season um, preview of, of um, this year is that Jack DeBellin isn't looking as fierce, uh, and I don't think their front rolls, like, especially James Graham, he's not—he's a workhorse, yeah. but he just doesn't bring that 
uh, aggression. So with James Whoa. Graham, no, no, I'm being serious. Whoa. So James, no, he's he's a workhorse. He's like an Aaron Woods. He's a workhorse. He just doesn't bring aggression. Remember the grand final when he bit Ben <laughs> I think that's pretty aggressive. I disagree with that, but I respect your opinion. Oh, do we? <laughs> but we both uh, we both believe the uh, Broncos will get up. Oh, I didn't even tip the next game. You want to jump straight on to the next game, and I'll work out who I'm tipping. Yeah. Well, and the next game is Newcastle up against Manly. So for the Knights, we've got Ponga at fullback with Kenny Dowell and Asana Amata Tua. Ah, Amata Utai. Amata Utai. I should yeah. have uh, practiced this. <laughs> uh, and then we've got Moga and Ross, uh, Watson and Pierce in the halves, uh, Hermione SASA, uh, Slade Griffin, hooker, uh, with Jacob Litterman as the other prop. Then we've got Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Aguera and Such Barnett. A yeah, Fitzgibbon's a gun. On the interchange, Brock Lamb, uh, Chris Hyington, Jamie Bura, and Daniel Saifiti. Jeez, Brock Lamb. It's so unfortunate that you know, Mitchell Pierce came along with, and Connor Watson. with Connor Watson and yeah, sort of shifted him to the bench. Uh, for Manly, we got uh, Tom Turbo, fullback with Tafua and Wright. Uh, then we've got Brian Kelly and Uate. Croker, Lachlan Croker is 5'8", with Daley Cherryons as halfback. We've got Aiden Fenoa Blake, uh, Coruscant and then Marty Tapao. Uh, Joel Thompson gets that starting second row as you'd expect. Yep. With Curtis Siren uh, and Curtis Sirenin, that was a pretty easy uh, name to pronounce, and Jake Trebojevic at uh, lock. Yep. Then on interchange, uh, interchange bands, we've got Lewis Brown, Sean Lane, Frank Witterstein, and Kalepi Tanganoa. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, who'd you tip and why? I tipped mainly by eight. I just don't know what this Newcastle team is going to do. Yep. I just don't think they've played enough together, even though the, <laughs> the majority of it's the Roosters, but there's still an unknown factor about them. The Turbo Brothers, I think it's going to carve up. Yep. So I went mainly by eight. No Danny Levi, which I thought was interesting. With Brock Lamb coming off the bench, uh, Slade Griffin has got the hooker role for probably 60 minutes. Yeah, you would think so. I tipped mainly by four. Four? Uh, the reason being, I'm, I can really, and I hate trial matches, but I can only really go by what I saw in the trials and the fact that Eels demolished the nearly full strength squad Knights team 26 to 6 in the trials, that has some concerns. Uh, they, they more have individual stars than a star team right now, and that yeah. just comes, as you just explained, that just comes from simply not playing together for very long. I think it's going to take them maybe in the first five rounds, I win maybe two games, uh, but then after that, I think it's. I know in our preseason that we tip Knights to finish or like that 11th mark, yeah. but. They could be in top eight for quarter, like for, for a majority of the year. It could just be very close at the end, and that's when the experience might let them down. Uh, but, yeah. They definitely have the potential. They've got a great squad, a lot of youngsters, a lot of experienced guys there, a lot of Roosters players, as I keep harping on about. Yeah. They could make the eight. They could. I just don't think they will. I think there's a lot of solid squads out there. They're kind of in that kind of sixth to 12th range where a lot of teams are kind of getting well, in there. That's right. This year, it's so close to, with the player movements and, and everything that's been happening off field. Like, this is going to be such, you, you know, maybe one or two like last year might be secure, but everything under that, it's it's free reign. Yeah, you've got your Storm and the Roosters you expect to be at the top, and then Tigers and Titans at the bottom, but everyone else has a, a pretty good chance. That's right, so Manly by four for myself. Manly by eight. Let's jump on to the very next game. Jeez, the Friday night games are good. A game you're looking forward to, sort of. 
Cowboys up against the Sharks. Unfortunately, it's in Townsville. Uh, so we've got Ben Hampton at fullback. Yeah, no uh, coot. No, he's out. Kyle Felt, Justin O'Neill, Javid Bowen, uh, and Antonio Winnerstein. Can I just interrupt? Not a huge fan of that back line. They've always been solid, but they've always, they, they do the job. Yeah. Except for when people drop it. I think maybe like Bowen, he was okay last year. He had a few standout moments, but then the fact that like obviously Coot not on not at the back certainly and, helped. And uh, Leonard, certainly hurt, sorry. Leonard as well as out. Yeah. There. So, okay. All right, go. Perfect. So we've got Michael Morgan and Thurston in the halves, which is a, a ripping halves combination. Thurston back. Matthew Scott is back. Uh, Granville and John McLean. We've got Gavin Cooper, Scott, uh, sorry, Gavin Cooper, Ethan Lowe, and Lolo to knock that out. Tamari Martin on the bench with Cohen Hess, Scott Bolton, and John Asiata. It's a solid lineup. I think it's a really, really solid squad. See, they're, uh, who they've got coming off the bench, some people might say inexperienced, but like Tamari Martin, when he filled in for Thurston when he was gone, he just played unreal. He's a beast. And they're looking at signing Todd Carney. Yeah, well. I don't know. Uh, we discussed that earlier. I don't know where Todd Carney's going to fit into the squad, uh, but Cohen Hess coming. Yeah, I, I reckon um, Cohen Hess coming off the bench. I don't know why he's not starting, but I suppose when you already have those starters in just, there, did you? Can you just scroll up for me for a second? Sorry. So Chris no longer writes on pieces of paper. He actually I, upgraded. No, I will continue. <laughs> it's just I had to name the whole squad. Uh, I just want to point out Jordan McLean at number ten. Now, I know Cohen Hess doesn't play at number 10, but should Cohen Hess be in the starting squad other than Jordan McLean? For Cohen Hess to be in the starting squad, you'd take out either Gavin Cooper or Ethan Lowe. We'll get, get rid of... Oh, well, Lowe sort of... Hess offers so much off the bench. Yeah, I understand, but he's just he's an 80-minute player. Well, he can be he an 80-minute player. But with this squad that they have, and it's a great squad... So you think that he fits in well off the bench? Injury? Perfect, pop him on there. Yeah, but without with this squad, I think it's a it's a good idea. All right, him off the bench. In All right, opinion. well your opinion's always right. <laughs> we haven't even got onto the sharks. I know. Uh, so we got Holmes at fullback with yeah. Becky and Dugan in the centre, uh, and then uh, Ricky Laiatui, who's one of the most underrated players, with uh, Sione Katoa. Yep. getting that spot on the wing. Moylan and Townsend are the halves. Fafida, Brayley, and Pryor. Uh, then we've got Lewis, Wade, Graham, Paul Gallon. And then on the bench, we've got Pakuya, Seguiaro, uh, Sayaman Fungai. Got close. It's about as close as I'm going to get. And Joseph Paulo to round out the bench. Dugan, centre, Holmes, one, and uh, the fullback. There are so many fullbacks at uh, the Sharks, and Holmes got it. I don't like your six and your seven. Moylan? And I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Fly. I, I don't think it was a fly, dude. Oh. Uh, I don't like the six and the seven. I don't like them. I was sort of waiting. For some reason in my mind, I still had this imagination that Maloney was still there, and then it sort of just hit me that he's at Penrith now. I'm sorry, dude. I don't like... It's that... I think that's their weakness at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, like Chad Townsend, I think, has stepped up his game, especially last year. I think he stepped up. Who's going to take the reins in this? Townsend's going to control. He's going to be one, the one with the kicking game who controls where the action is, the territory, but he doesn't have a great long kicking game. 
which Moylan has an okay long kicking game, but he's more the X factor where he's going to run around. That's exactly. Do a lot off his own back. So. You guys need a number seven, a true number seven. I'm talking like a Thurston. You oh, know, I'm, we'll I'm talking a about a, a Kronk. I'm talking I'll about take a Kronk. You know, like a, a true number seven. I just don't feel like Chad Townsend is that number seven. It'll be interesting to see what happens. They got a great Ford uh, pack to run off as well. Moylan, you've seen what he can do. Yeah. It's just about, can they put it together? Can they balance each other out? Theoretically, they're players that balance each other out. They feel yeah. each other's weaknesses. I don't think Moylan fits that structure. We'll I find th- out. Jesus. Imagine when you've got, you got Holmes, uh, you've got Dugan, uh, and then Seguiaro comes on. Yeah. You've got so many attacking outlets. I, underst- I understand, but when push comes to shove, is Chad Townsend the one that's going to win the grand final for you? No, Moylan. I think it's more of the player that can win the grand final. I don't even reckon. I, yeah, sorry, dude. I, yeah. uh, Cowboys by four. I tip the Cowboys by two. Yeah, I just it's I want to tip the one. Sharks, but I think the Cowboys and Townsville are just too strong. That that Cowboys squad is phenomenal. All right, let's jump on to the very next game, a game I'm super-duper excited to watch. Super-duper excited because you think the Roosters are going to win by a lot. It is the West Tigers up against the Roosters. So, let's uh, get through this now. We're ready for the shock here. We're ready for the shock here. <laughs> so, West Tigers, we've got Lola here at fullback. Corey Thompson, Masters, Nagama, and MWZ. Line out the rest of that. In the halves, we've got Josh Reynolds, Luke Keery. Um, Luke Keery, dude. Luke I didn't Brooks. know. I didn't know you played for the West Tigers. Now I have a. That was because I have a little Luke Keery mention down <laughs> in my notes. Luke Brooks, sorry. Uh, Russell Packer, Peter Godinet. Who is that? P I T A G O D. I wonder if it's pronounced Godinet. Godinet. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't find him. Anyway, Ben Mandolino. Yep. Uh, Lawrence Rockout and Taylor, and then on the bench we've got Benji Marshall. Alex Twal, Michael Cheekham, and Eisenhuth. That is not a strong squad. Can you just talk about Mr. Nifaluma missing out? Too? Yes, named 19th man. Very, very strange. Why isn't he there? Is it something to do with... Did he turn up to pre-season not fit enough? Is it an attitude thing, or is he just carrying a little injury? You would think the fact that they say, like, he was dropped... If he was injured, they would say he was injured. Why is Nofo not playing? If this is both a good and a bad sign. Nofo is probably one of the best backs in the competition at any other club. He would be a lot better. Yes. It could be the coach saying you need the right attitude and you need to be the right fitness. This could be a really good thing for him. It, it could. Uh, but then, you know, everyone thought Tiane Milne would get fullback position and he's not in there either. I just wonder what's going on. And from what's happening here, I think they're starting their season off in a negative way, the way we are perceiving it uh, from our perspective. Uh, Unless it is for poor attitude or, you know, being unfit or whatever, like I get it, but that's not a very strong team. It's not. It's weak. It is very weak. Uh, Reynolds and Brooks, not Kieran, uh, not great halves combo in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've never really rated Reynolds. I rate his attitude. Yeah. Uh, except for when he gets angry and, and trips people We did speak, that, speak about that pre-season. Brooks, in my opinion, wasn't was the worst of the big four to keep. Uh, letting go Moses. You'll find out this year why that was a bad decision. Should Marshall be starting? 
No, I think I don't think like he did a couple of good games for Brisbane, but yeah. I don't I don't know what he does in that side. See, to me, he controls that side to the best of his ability for what he's got. But he controls that, that and then side. you have Reynolds coming off the bench that they paid big money for? See, I would see it make more sense of Reynolds uh, coming off the bench than I would Marshall. I just feel like Marshall's back at his home now. I just feel like this is his time to shine. I don't think he has too many more years in him. Do you feel or do you hope? Uh, well, I never liked Marshall when he was in Brisbane. And I always yeah. said that until he started coming on and he was the only one that actually gave 100%. He wanted it. He did want it. So, you know, I suppose we'll have to um, wait and see, but maybe we'll find a switch in you know, a couple of weeks' time. It's Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a great team. Uh, I better go on to the Roosters now. Yes. Uh, Teddy at fullback, uh, Tupu and Latrell Mitchell, Joseph Manu and Blake Ferguson. You did not want to see Manu there. And now this is interesting. Kiri is out. Mitch Cornish is 5'8", with Cooper Cronk. As the star at halfback. Yeah. Maria Hargraves, Jake Friend, and uh, Takiyahu. Then we got Boyd Corner, Orbison, and Lou to round that off. On the bench, Dylan Napper, Ted Abano, Ryan Madison, and Victor Radley. It's a good bench. Kiri, 19th. Man. I wonder if uh, Kiri will be a late inclusion. Yeah, yeah, either that or they're just kind of not taking it seriously. There was zero report. There was a hundred percent confidence in all reports that I read that he was he would be playing. Yeah, I didn't expect it. So one that makes it very interesting. Two for Mitch Cornish's sake to get a starting squad this year, two thousand eighteen. That must be huge confidence to Mitch. Mm. Uh, but come on, Kiri is a, a weapon. Yeah, he's he's a late in the change. He's a late in the change. I'm sorry, but he's he's, he's he might be a late inclusion. Sorry, he might be a little bit rusty. Maybe he's 95 percent. They don't think it's worth. Uh, and that's not that's a pretty bad thing to say. But with that squad compared to the Tiger squad, if yeah, the that's what I was just about to say. It'd be like well, maybe that's why they're not playing him. The fact that Tigers don't have a great squad, they're like, all right, well, we can still win with this team we have, which I have no doubt that I believe they will still win without Kiri, and just give him that one more week off. So you tip the Roosters, I take it? Because I tip the Roosters by 12. I tip the Roosters by 12 also. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, it will be a high-scoring game in Roosters' favour, and then they'll just take the foot off the pedal, Tigers, couple of late tries. Preferably, I don't think I have anyone in my super coach team from that team, but... Uh, for all those people who have Tigers players, hopefully uh, those tries go to your players. Does anyone have any Tigers <laughs> players? <laughs> Maybe no, though, but that got thrown out the window oh, pretty quick, didn't, didn't it? Ever. All right, let's jump on to the very next game. This is at Perth. We haven't even been saying times or stadiums. We're so rusty. This is at Perth, yeah, 7 p.m. I apologise. I'm glad one of us is on. I, am. I can barely pronounce last names, let alone <laughs> tell you where they're playing. Uh, so we've got uh, Rabbitohs first. We've got Johnston at fullback. Yep. Uh, Richie Kenner, Dane Gagai, Greg Inglis, Robert Jennings. Yep. Then we've got Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds in the halves. Thomas Burgess, Damian Cook, Mark Nichols. Yep. Front row. The back row is John Sutton, Angus Crichton, and Sam Burgess at lock. Mm. Interchange Cameron Murray, uh, Phil Moano. Phil Moano. Phil Moano. Phil Moano. <laughs> George Burgess and Tavita Tadaola. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Interesting. <laughs> Robbie Farrar. Gone. Gone. Do you want to know what I think? 
Robbie Farrell will be in the starting 17? I really hope not, as you'll find out in the Supercoach. Did you get Damien Cook too? <laughs> he stole my idea. He, st- he always if steals everyone, my players. Look, here, when I'm reading it off, uh, the Daily Telegraph. You steal all my players. It even mentions that uh, Damien Cook and Cameron Smith are going to be a very Because Damien Cook right now is not that popular, so I hope you get him, I'll get him too, and I hope him fails. I hope well, he breaks let's just board. say his popularity just went up a lot. Because, because we because we just mentioned it. This is the right thing. Yeah. This is the oh, right thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Inglis at centre. Yeah. You think that's good? Yeah. Is days at fullback and gone? Yeah, Alex Johnson's just way too quick. Yeah. He's just way too quick. He, you want your fullback to be your pace. I think Inglis is fast, but right now I don't think he would have his speed like he used to. Yeah, coming back from a bad knee injury. Yeah, so Senna, he can just be a finisher, and Senna's are generally strong, so he's got that under his belt. It's, All a, right. it's a good setup. Let's jump on to the Warriors team. Oh, the Warriors team. Uh, we've got RTS at fullback with uh, David Fusatua and Peter Hiku. Yep. Uh, then Carter and Mal, 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 Mamalo. Mamalo. Yep. Yep. Uh, Blake Green and Sean Johnson in the house. Agave, Luke and Blair, your front row with Papali. That's not Josh. It's Isaiah. Tohu Harris and Liggy Sayo at uh, lock. Yep. On the bench, we've got Cook, Pulu, uh, San Lazzoni, and Bunty Afoa. That's not a very strong bench. A, lot, a couple of... Uh, Mannering could be out for a month. Yeah, I did so. I did read that. That is not a very good team at all. No, it's there's not a forward pack for the backs to get momentum off, which means well, this could be an absolute... The possibility what of did absolute you, slaughter. I picked South by 16. Yeah, I put um, South by 22, and that was without having a look at... Because I've, I've had no look at any teams. Like, I just finished work. I just got and, here. And I can't pronounce them. <laughs> uh, so, Warriors, for example. Yeah. You've got Sheck. Yeah. Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson. Isaac Luke. No. No, you know, I did not rate him at all. I think he's one of the worst. I would probably prefer Robbie Farrah than Isaac Luke. Yeah. Um, Tohu Harris, which I think will be a gun. That's it. We'll talk about that in Supercoach. Uh, that's nothing. I'm, I'm a bit, it's a bit weird that Ignatius Parsi, I don't think, is in the starting team. I thought he brings a bit of aggression. Yeah, it's, it's, it is strange. Uh, especially considering they went out and got him, but maybe he'll come on. They're, Debuting a couple the, of youngsters over Ignatius well, eight, Yeah, eight new faces. Uh, the thing with... So, we, and we'll talk about in Supercoach, like Tohu Harris, for example, okay, running off Sean Johnson, seems um, amazing and a great combination, but are they going to get that opportunity to run those lines? Like They have nothing else. They could there's, come out... There's no go for it. No, there's, there is none. And I think maybe they'll come out like every other team, first 10, 15 minutes, going to be head-to-head. And then just the floodgates will open. How do New Zealand not have any forwards? Like, big, bustling well, forwards. Well, obviously, like, I know Mentoring's not a huge but, um, forward, but he's a huge loss. Uh, obviously, losing, like, Ben Madalino. Uh, yeah, that's... It's, it's not an impressive squad. But no. You wouldn't have much hope as a Warrior. I remember as a Sharks fan in the mid-2000s, 90s. Uh, late 2000s <laughs> seeing our squad and I, I know how they would feel yeah. looking at that squad where you got three genuinely really good players and then there's just kind of like would half that team make any other team? 
Well, you think about it. So generally, New Zealand teams, you like the New Zealand international squad. You find in like the Warriors players in there. How many of those are going to play in there? One, two, Marlow maybe. Three, it's literally just three. the people we name. Yeah. So that's not you know you have more Queenslanders in the Storm squad than you have bloody in like in the National New Zealand squad. And during the Origin period, they have no teams to beat up on. It's not as that's, bad as what you it was. did mention that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Alright, so I went south by 16. I went by 22. Let's jump on to the very next game. This is at 9 o'clock on Saturday, and this is at Perth as well. Oh, double header in Perth, isn't it? Whoa. Bulldogs up against the Storm. Yep. So we got Bulldogs, Mabai, Morris, Morris, that's Brett and Josh, uh, Hopawati and Marcel Montoya yep. for the back line. We've got Frawley and Kieran Foran in the halves. Jesus. We've got Aaron Woods, uh, Leica and Clemmer, front row. The back row is Jackson, uh, for Taylor Mariner. Thank you. And Danny Fawalo. 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 Uh, maybe you should start reading. <laughs> I might have to. Uh, the interchange is Adam Elliott, Aidan Tolman, Greg Eastwood, and Jeremy Marshall King. That's Benji's uh, brother. So which means like is not going to get 80 minutes at hooker. No. Could mean that he's going to be more attacking. They're going to want him to do a lot more offensive running. Yeah. Uh, the Storm team. So, not really much to say about the Bulldogs team, except for that Benji Marshall's brother is there. Uh, the Storm team, we've got Munster, Vunivalu, Chambers, Curtis Scott, and Josh Adokar. Jesus, it's just gone already, isn't it? Jesus. In the halves, young halves, Riley Jacks, Brady Croft. Mm. Front row, Bromwich, Cameron Smith, and Nelson Asafasolomona. Uh, <laughs> You're getting worse, dude. I, I got that out. <laughs> uh, in the, and then we've got Kafusi, Hoffman, and uh, Finucane. Then on the bench, we've got Glasby, Kenny Bromwich, Christian Welch, and Joe Stimson. Oh, Stimson's back in the squad. No Slater, Munster to fullback, Riley Jacks to 5'8", and I still went the storm by 20 points. Uh, I'm a bit upset Sam Cassiano uh, isn't in the squad. He's coming back from his injury. Just to see that he isn't as lean as these pitchers make him out to be. Every year he gets leaner and leaner, but then he comes back looking the same. Uh, I tip the Storm by 14. Yeah. Uh, so much danger in that back line. The players are tackle-breaking machines and speed demons. I had to restrict myself from going 24. I had to be like win by 24. I thought I should be a little bit more realistic. Uh, being at Perth, obviously a different stadium, no Slater, no Cronk. Maybe Storm will have some jitters, uh, but they'll win in the end. I'm expecting like a 28 to 14 scoreline. Yeah, I, man, this Bulldogs team, the, the halves combination. No, I know. Frawley and Foreign. I know. Frawley I know. And foreign. I know. Now, I remember as a Shark supporter, <laughs> mid-2000s, looking at a squad like this, it's, it's, not, it's not good, is it? No, it's not good at all. It's, uh, yeah, I, if this was in Melbourne, it'd probably 44 to 6. I was thinking that just yeah. prior. So let's jump on to the very next game. This is a Sunday game, starts at 4 o'clock. It is the Panthers up against the Eels. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be an interesting game. Uh, so for Penrith, we've got Dylan Edwards, yep. Josh Mansour, Wacker Blank. Then Peachy and uh, DWZ. Yeah. In the halves, probably my favourite halves pairing is Maloney and Cleary. Uh, we've got Tamau, Wallace and Regan Campbell-Gillard. Yeah. The back row is Kikau, Yeo and Trent Merrin. On the bench is uh, Herrera-Nira. 
Sam McKendry, Moses Leota, and James Fisher Harris. Mm. Penrith have a really good uh, backline. So for Parramatta, we got Bevan French, Hoffman, Jennings, Hayne, Arvar. Then in the halves, we got Norman, Mitchell Moses. Uh, the front row is Alvaro, Cameron King, Tim Manor. In the back row is uh, Mao, uh, Maria, Maroa, Maroa, and Nathan Brown. Uh, and then on the interchanges, Bo Scott, Brad Takarangi, Matagi, and Kane Evans. Yeah, you, you weren't a huge fan of that, were you? No. Uh, I, see, I think he brings a lot. I think he brings a lot of aggression. I think with the right team, uh, he can be a gun. He can be, and he looked like he had a lot of potential. Uh, man, both teams have a, a decent lineup. The only thing that worries me about Penrith is whatever's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, like every other year. See, with me, the Panthers team is not a strong team. You don't think the defensive line... If, if, all right, theoretically, if Peachy can actually play to his potential? Yeah. The reason why, to me, that is an attacking team that's not a defensive team. Yeah. Especially in the back line. Yeah. With Waka Blake, Tyrone Peachy, DWZ, uh, which is interesting, he's back because they didn't think he would be. Maloney with the most missed tackles and most penalties given out. Yeah, uh, you know, James Tamo, he's not what he once was. Uh, you know, Sam McKendry, you know, Corey Huerenero, like they, they're good players, don't get me wrong, but defensively, I don't think they'll be able to stop this Eels team. No, Mitchell Moses, everyone's tipping him to have a huge year. Or well, especially when Gutherson comes back, this Eels team is going to be huge. And Hayden? Can he play to that potential? Not, he's not going to be the player that averaged 84 in Supercoach. Yes. But can he add to the team? Can he... Well, Eels sure hope so. Eels yeah. fans, Eels, Eels supporters, the Eels team, the coaching staff, I'm sure that they're, you know, their lips are tightly sealed about exactly how he has been and everything. And I, I suppose they'll want his you know, performance to do the talking. Because there'll be a game where he wins it for him and everyone will be talking about this is the Hayne of old. Yeah, that's what I don't like. So when they won the game, I'm pretty sure it was against the Warriors and they kicked the field goal and he was there saying, like, this is my house <laughs> for the Titans. Like, mate, you didn't even make the eight. Like, come on. I reckon the Eels will make the eight this year. Like, we both oh, established both that. I think that could be a really... If I, and I was saying this off camera, but on camera, if there's any change in May, it could be putting uh, the Eels at number four. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, you tipped. I've tipped the Eels by 8. I tip Eels by 10. Ooh. Yes, I don't think the Penrith squad can... Obviously, it's going to be sad not seeing Semi there, uh, but I don't think this Eels squad... Uh, the Penrith squad can tame the Eels. No, I don't think so. The Eels, if they look good last year, they're going to be better than this year. Alrighty, let's jump on to the very next game. And the last game, uh, what is going to happen here, sir? One of my most frustrating uh, team lineups, and I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, so, Titans first, we got Gordon. Huge in. Gordon, Don, Copley, Harrell, and Sammy. In the halves, the young halves, we've got LG and Taylor. Yeah. Uh, we've got Jai Arrow, Peets, and Latu in the front row with Proctor, Ryan James, and Bryce Cartwright. Uh, on the bench, Mitch Rain. Uh, Max King, Will Matthews, and Morgan Boyle. That's not a very good team. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't stuff up. No. Why are we... Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's not a very good team. No, no. It's it's struggling a lot of youth there as well. You know what's frustrating? It's to seeing players like Nathan Peets in a team that is, pro is not going to be very successful because he's such a just, you know, like a performer. He's a workhorse. He's a tackling machine. Uh, he can create opportunities. And he's with a team 
that you know they're full of new new guys. It's uh, look, they've got a lot of potential in the halves. LG and Taylor have shown that they can play. That yeah, they really can. It's just whether once again do they get enough uh, go forward? They've moved Ryan James to protect LG defensively. Yeah. Uh, is Cartwright going to be a worry defensively? Is he mm. going to have that ability to offload, to create a lot of chances, to score tries? Well, you to know he can tries? do that. He can. But I think it's such a huge inclusion. Michael Gordon in the team, to control that back line and bring his experience, I reckon is, is huge for him. And the pace that it brings as well. Uh, so the Raiders lineup: uh, Jack Whiten, Nick Cotrix, Jared Croker with BJ Leilua and John Rapana. Fantastic. Uh, we've got Aiden Caesar and Sam Williams at number seven. Where's Blake Austin? Uh, Junior Paulo, Emily, no. Shannon Boyd, uh, Papali, Tapanine, uh, and Whitehead. And then on the bench, there's Blake Austin, number 14. Is that what you're talking about before the video? Yep. No. Luke Bateman, uh, Louis, and uh, Sayola. No. Well, one, they don't even have Charlie Gubb there. You know I like my Charlie Gubb. I don't know if I was being a little bit silly, but I tipped the Titans by two. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Sam Williams, Aiden Caesar, with no Josh Hodgson, where do they just pass it out to BJ? And do they just pass it out to Rapana? And is that their only way to score? Because their halves combination is terrible. They got a new hooker. Blake Austin no. will add a bit off the bench, but he should not be on the bench in the first place. I do not understand what's going on. If you're going to bench anyone, bench Caesar. Don't bench Blake Austin. Or at least put him number nine. At least put him in Havili's spot. It's bizarre. Like, I don't know if they're just... Like, they're literally just relying on... The, the, Sam Williams he's, just hasn't performed. No. Anymore. Well, look, Rapana's my captain, okay, from Supercoach, so he can score his three tries. That's yeah. fine with Teddy Vice. Uh, but don't put Blake Austin on the bench. It's bizarre. Don't it's put... really bizarre. Don't put... Like, I tipped Raiders by 14, and I'll still stick to that. Uh, I just don't think Titans have that... Um, not willingness, willingness, because they're probably the most one-willing team in the comp, but... I suppose in, on an experience level, I feel like Raiders are just a bit a bit ahead, and I feel like with the likes of Croker and Kotrick on one side and BJ and Rapana on, on the other, that yeah. like every single side, you know, is is attack, 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 and I don't think that the Titans' defense can hold them out. But that's a game changer. It's bizarre. Uh, this is the game that I think I can see the Raiders losing this. Well, we said that this could be the game to define their season. Next week, I'll probably be uh, swallowing my words and the Raiders win Titans by Titans by two. Jeez. I don't... Yeah, I... That's, it's, it's strange. Josh Hodgson is such a big loss. Such I know. a big loss. But then to move Blake Austin onto the bench... That's two of their best attacking players. you got one who's a fumbly fullback. Good player, though. Very good in attack. The back line is sensational, and that is the worst halves combination. I don't even think that's a halves combination. Oh, the way that Caesar has played. Caesar and Williams versus um, Frawley and Foran. <laughs> I don't know who I'd rather. Caesar has played well at the Titans. He's never played well at the Raiders. No, never. Uh, all right. Um, that makes That's not good at all. 
No, it's, it's not good, and it's probably why I ridiculously chose the Titans by two points. And I went Raiders by 14. Uh, that wraps up round one preview and prediction with those bombshells that you just put on me then. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys, for joining us today, and welcome back to NRL Talk 2018. I look forward to a, a good, fun season. And I won't be naming the team lists every week. It's just be the ins and outs from now on, which will be good for everyone. <laughs> which will be good for you, <laughs> because you don't know how to pronounce them. I'm Luke Blundell. I'm Chris Dissell. Bye. Catch up.